honest with you, I really don't know. Just the, just the challenge of it, I guess. These boys have been killing every one of my boys. By the time they're five, they've killed a deer with a gun. I work with them. I've got little guns that I've cut off just for them, stocks and everything. And uh, I just hand that gun down from kid to kid as they, you know, as they grow. I've got so many of them, I can do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, they've been killing deer since they were five and turkeys since they were six. And I guess it's just the challenge of it that they wanted to step up their game a little bit. They wanted to be the first kid in their class at school to say, hey, I killed a, you know, a deer with my bow. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early dawn. Hornady presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. I'm Red Bone Mike Grace. Wayne Locke is with me in the studio, and Alex Rutledge joins us. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm traveling, and I'm in the beautiful state of Georgia right now with my co-workers, uh, Mr. Sam Appleton, Mr. Foreman for Beezer Industrial Professionals, and one of our top welders, Chase Rutledge, is in the back seat. And we are headed back home, and we just done a 10-day job down in Miami, Florida, for cement plants. And uh, we made a lot of great friends down there. And let me tell you, folks, it's extremely, extremely hot down there. And... I'm telling you, I'm ready to head back north. Yeah, well, while you were gone, we had uh, nice fall weather here in the Ozarks. So uh, I hope you don't bring that hot weather with you. Well, I don't want to bring it with me. Trust me. <laughs> All I can think about right now is white tail, white tail, white tail, white tail. Other than my wife, of course, and my daughter getting home. But, you know, here we are. This is the first segment of the show, and we're coming into the last part of the prep phase of white tail bucks. The velvet sheds already happened. You're starting to see some mock scrapes showing up. You're starting to see some rubs. And within a week or two, possibly two weeks, depending on the weather, and when the moon hits, you're going to see pre-rut kick in before you know it. Well, it's just about right on time, too, because we got the bow season going on now, and those guys are just, I mean, they, a lot of hunters have already been out. But the, the weather change that we're going through here, Wayne, in the Ozarks, uh, this weekend in particular is going to be fantastic for the bow hunters. Oh, it's going to be great for our food plots, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if we get some rain. Yeah, if we got some rain, it would really help. But uh, I, that seems to be the area that the does are hitting still. If you can find the does, you're going to find the bucks, especially the, during the pre-rut. They'll be out sniffing. Yeah, so, Alex, I guess we, we probably shouldn't be seeing too many bucks together in groups now, should we? They ought to be, they ought, should they be separated and trying to establish their territories? Yeah, here in the Midwest and Missouri and northern Arkansas, most of the bucks have already split up. You are seeing some young bucks still running together, and that's what you're going to see. And as the days uh, get shorter and the weather gets cooler, the testosterone levels are getting higher within these bucks, and the urge to breed and to declare dominance in the pecking order, you're going to start seeing more aggressive sign as the days progress. All right, so as the days go on, I mean, it just gets better and better and better, and, and it looks like we're in pretty good shape, I think, as far as the timing of the season and the rut and, and, and all those things seem to be lining up pretty good this year, especially with the full moons. I think things are in pretty good shape for a good harvest. Well, I haven't looked at the calendar, Wayne. If you got the calendar there in front of you, I don't know when the next full moon hits, 
uh, I haven't paid attention to that, but I know Hall- Hall- NBC is. Yeah, Halloween on the 31st is the next full moon. Yep. You beat me to it. Okay, well, that's, <laughs> you better you better be in your stands a week before that and from then on until the rut tapers off, I'm telling you. You know, people talk about food source, food source. If you've got the food source on your properties, acorn trees dropping red oaks, post oaks, white oaks, and you've got awesome food plots like Eagle Seed, Smorgasbord, you will hold the does, and that's a secret. And you do not want to molest those does. Leave those does alone where you intend to kill your hit list buck. Yeah, I pulled my uh, camera cards today, Alex, and uh, believe it or not, not one uh, buck was on my camera for the last four days. Uh, they all kind of disappeared. They're not coming out into the open. So I'm thinking there must be some acorn trees around, maybe doing some early droppings, and they're just not coming out right now. Well, you know, we, you've been pulling my cards, and we don't have any good bucks on there at all. I'm starting to get concerned, aren't you, Wayne? I think our neighbors might be out food plotting us. Well, that or that uh, we have a uh, a large um, black mammal that may be uh, pushing the bucks <laughs> um, out of the area a little bit, maybe making them a little antsy and coming in. I'm not sure, but uh, he's making his presence known uh, almost uh, every other day now. Yeah, we got a black bear, everybody that's listening to the show, that showed up on our properties, and uh, he's coming around cruising our fields, and we caught him in front of one, two of our cameras so far. Hmm. And I think he's kind of homesteading close to my my property. Yeah, and he's and, he's not a cub uh, he, either. <laughs> he's found, no, he's not a cub. He's a big, big male, a huge male. You know, I've showed that picture to several people, Wayne, and some of these people I've showed to are bear hunters. They think this bear will weigh over 400 pounds. I can, I can believe that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the pictures. He's a big bear. So, Alex, uh, you know, before we wrap up this segment here, we got uh, two or three minutes. Uh, is there something that a farmer can do? or someone owns property that gets a bear on their property, is there a way to deter that bear and get him to move along? Or do you just need to call MDC and trap him and have them move him somewhere else? Well, great question, Mike. Uh, you know, some people think, well, bears will scare off your deer, and there is truth in that. Uh, according to studies, uh, Pennsylvania done a big study on black bear for the spring that Vegas they have found out and talking with Matt Litt, which works for Pennsylvania Game and Fish, they've done studies, and he said that they consume a lot of baby deer in the springtime. Mm-hmm. So I can see why some people do not want black bears on their property. If you have a bear that's a nuisance, I encourage everybody listening to call the MDC, and they will make plans to come to your property and trap that bear and transport that bear to another area. Well, and there is a trick to uh, get them, you know, off of your property, and it's been working for me all year this year. And that is, you just uh, rub peanut butter on your neighbor's door. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why they're going. That's why they're. That's why they're going to Alex's all the time, right? <laughs> it seems to be working great on my property. Peanut butter over on my. Yeah, yeah. Hot way, you're in trouble. Well, you know, and and, and I have, yeah. We've got a great show lined up, everybody. We've got special guests coming in on the show, Mr. Brett Andrews with Texas Race Hunting Products. He's going to be talking about his full product line. And I'm telling you right now, everybody's listening across the world. I have used every cell elimination product out there and tested it. Scent Guardian is the best cell elimination product I have ever 
used. And I proved it last year, and I've got it on film. Uh, don't go away, everybody. Brett Andrews is coming up. And also another special guest, the Wayne you talk about the other guest. Hey, we have team member Thomas Moore coming on. His two boys uh, knocked down a couple deer last week. Uh, we got a doe that uh, we're going to talk about. He's going to talk about how he's been teaching his kids to uh, learn stand placement, what uh, deer sign to look for. And then in the bonus segment of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the uh, big buck that his son got. Uh, for a young kid, he's, these kids are laying them down. But are we surprised? Look what they do during duck season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, and turkey season. <laughs> yeah, and Thomas has been with us a number of times on the on the program here. And uh, I mean, they Alex, that is a family that lives basically in the outdoors, hunting and fishing and taking care of business. I mean, Thomas is doing a great job with that. What has he got, five boys? I mean, he's just doing a fantastic job. Yeah, he's a great role model for everybody to watch. And we encourage you to go to our website, watch our shows, go to the Hunt Channel, watch our shows, listen to our podcast. You're going to learn some and obtain some information from Thomas Moore. We're going to go to a break, and we're going to be right back with more American Roots Outdoors right after this. Hi, I'm Preston Pittman, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and his friends. I've been on a big boy for a while, like a load him in the back of my Hornady presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. Alex is here. I'm here. I'll be on my Crace. Wayne Locke is here in the studio. And Alex has got a special guest with us uh, here on the uh, American Roots Outdoors show for today. Alex, who you got there? We've got Mr. Brett Andrews, the owner and founder of Texas Rays Hunting Products. If you've never met Brett Andrews, and I'm going to explain Brett before we get to bring him on the show. Brett is one of the most passionate people I've ever met in my life when it comes to creating products for the outdoorsmen, for the hunters. Welcome to the show, Brett. Hey, thank you, Alex. It's always a pleasure, buddy. Yeah, how are you doing better in Texas? Is it hot? Uh, Actually, the weather is real nice. I'm where I'm at in Sugarland, it usually is, is this time of year. It's so humid and uh, um, it's 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 seventy something degrees. And I wish I could be at the ranch this weekend, but um, unfortunately, this uh, company is uh, kind of taking off a little bit and kind of got a lot of things going on and a little bit more important things than going on. And uh, so I'm gonna have to hold back on the hunting a little bit this year, but. We'll uh, we'll figure all that out later on down the road. But how uh, how's everything going? Y'all good? Well, everybody's good, man. We're just all fired up for the rut coming up, the pre-ruts coming uh, up here in a couple of weeks in the Midwest. <laughs> Brett, I want to kick it off with this. Who mm-hmm. is Brett Andrews? Where was Brett Andrews born? Where did Brett Andrews reside, and where did he go to school? Uh, I was born here in uh, Houston, Texas. Um, went to high school in uh, Austin, uh, here Austin High School. Went to culinary school, actually. Um, naturally, um, my passion for cooking was just as passionate as for hunting. And, um, you know, I was really, I've always had a creative mind. And um, if I could... You know, to me, the cooking was kind of something I was not just really good at. I actually built a business plan on uh, a restaurant I was going to open. 
Um, that's how serious they got. So I, uh, anything I do, I, I, I put everything I've got, everything that comes out of me is from my heart. Um, your heart tells your, your heart tells your brain the right answer before your brain even knows. So yeah, it's very obvious, very obvious. Uh, your company is taking off like uh, a fire. It's crazy. The website orders yeah. are coming in unbelievable. And yes, um, who tell us about Texas Ray's hunting products real quickly? Uh, how sure. did you come up with the idea? And tell us what Texas Ray's hunting products is. Okay, the biggest thing is is when we started all this is it, it, it to me it's about the kids. Um, as a little, little kid, you know, my dad taking me to the deer stand, you know, I, I, I reminisce back to my old days. So, um, I took my passion and I kind of, you know, everybody, everybody has these dreams, right? These visions. And, um, I finally just jumped into that dream and, uh, started, you know, figuring out how to communicate with white-tailed deer and, learning more and, and, and put really pushing myself uh, because, you know, for a long time, people don't understand is, is you, you can, you, you have so much more power than you actually, you know, if you tell yourself no or you listen to other people, um, you're not going to go anywhere. You got to kind of listen to that inner voice. And my inner voice is telling me to pursue this, outdoor thing and my passion for white-tailed deer is, is uh, ridiculous so we started figuring out okay one how do we communicate with them because pure urine by itself has no kind of communicational value um actually you know alex you could actually pee in your own scrapes if we're going to talk about licking branches and mock scrapes you could actually pee in your own scrape and a deer wouldn't know whether it was a human or not. All it would, it would know. It, all it would say is it's a mammal, and the sex of it. So it's like male or female. And uh, so I started this process that we figured out how to extract glands by tinctureing them and and uh, formulating them. And, and the passion of um, putting it towards making a difference. And in this in, in this industry, it's not just about. I don't care how old you are. You're 90, or you're you're five years old. At the end of the day, if I can make a difference in one person's life, I did my job. Okay, I did. Mm-hmm. And um, the passion behind all this pushed me to go deeper into figuring out how deer really actually communicate, instead of just settling with good enough. Right, it's good enough, and even great gets taken off the shelves every year. You got to revolutionize things. You got to come up with ideas, innovation. You got to come up with patents. You have to make products work. You got to give your customers. Oh wait, hold on. Now your customer, your investor, because everybody that buys a product in your company is an investor. If you want that person to come back and buy that product, you better make it work. And yeah. and, and and how young, you know, we're, we're, we haven't been in the industry very long. Um, and we've, we've <laughs> it's, it's taken a lot of hard work, obviously, 
to figure it all out. And let me tell you, failure. Failure is the number one thing that people are scared of. But, man, I failed a thousand times, all right? <laughs> thousand times. But that thousand one time, I came back and I figured it out. Well, fa- failure is a good you. motivator, too. Let me interrupt you and ask you this question. Uh, you can either sure. answer it or not. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I tested your product before I agreed to come on to your to work with you in Texas Radio products. And uh, I am a very firm believer in your products, and I love the process and the the technology is behind this, your product. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Silimination Sink Guardian is the best Silimination product I've ever used in my life. And everybody knows I was the face of another brand for many years. So yes, that's sir. what intrigued me is testing it, using it, rattling in a six-and-a-half, seven-and-a-half-year-old buck, directly downwind and him never winding me. Uh, that yes, proved to me, yeah. And making the yeah. scrapes with, with your products and using your lures is uh, a true testament for me to all of our listeners. This stuff is the real, real thing. It's going to work. Yeah. And your process is different than a lot of people out there. And you touched on it. It's the glands and the urine. Mm-hmm. They do communicate more through scent than they do any other way. So that's yes, what separates Texas Ways hunting products uh, from other products because it is real. It is real yes, plants. It is real urine. And the thing is, deer have a memory. And they know the smell of another buck if they've had battle with him. Oh, that's old Joe, the big ten point that yep. he whipped. Or yeah, they do. You know, he whipped me or whatever. So where I'm going with all this, now that everybody knows who you are, what the company is, let's talk yep. real quick before we go to a break. We just got a minute or two left here. And yep. real quick, how many different product lines do you have and make it one minute that we're gonna go to a break? Uh we have ooh, we've got about 30 different products, and um, actually, the, the biggest thing is, you're right, we we, it's, we we go all out in this extraction thing, and you're talking about communicating, and the bottom of the feet, you got to think about it, it scrapes when they're digging. They're, they're not, they don't, digital. they don't, they're not just sitting there digging because they like to, it's because they're releasing what, it's kind of like a fingerprint, you think about a human, they, that's the, and, and, and think about urine. It's water, so it evaporates in like an hour. So a deer, when they're chewing on these licking branches or are they peeing on these scrapes, in collection facility, a deer is not going to sit there and let it let you, I mean, hours and just pee on his parcel glands because that creates that chemistry. It changes. It gives them... It gives the the actual communicational value to our product over other brands because we actually can replicate exactly the same message as what they're looking for because you're right, they're looking, they know who everybody is. It's like a roll call. You know, they hit that licking branch and go, oh, this, this, this somebody's new in here. And when you're trying to, you know, and that, that's how it is. And, and so you're, you're talking about lip saliva. You're talking about tear ducts. You're talking about pre-abittal. All that stuff, has, it, it, it takes time and a process to figure that out. And and that process is something that I won't go over. But it's not, it's obviously, I can tell you right now, it's not easy. Um, <laughs> and it's something that we actually are running. Uh, we're, 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 
we're filing a formula patent on our deer scent. That's how um, much different our our uh, our deer scent would be the first deer scent ever to be formula patents. You, and and you're talking about our scent guardian. It's formula patents. Now, what we Brent, discovered is, uh, Brent, let me interrupt. We've run out of time mm-hmm. here. We need to take a break. Save your effort. Sure. We're going to talk about the upcoming Sunday. Everybody, don't sure. go away. We'll have more with Brett Andrews with Texas Race Hunting Products right after this break. Hi, everybody. This is Brad Harris. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and Friends. Across the creek of a big old hill Year after year Got my hunting gear Texas Rays Hunting Products presents... Uh, American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Mike Grayson's in the studio with me. This is Wayne Locke, and we have Brett Andrews on the phone. Brett, when we left off, you were talking about your scent guardian and uh, licking branches and that. Let's pick up with the scent guardian. We'll finish that up before we start talking about some mock scrape scents. Okay, sure. Yeah, and um, on, on the scent guardian, we we uh, created a process that is uh, in chemistry. is It's chemistry, right? So we created a process to where this stuff literally, you you could spray it on you, and 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 once it locks in, it I, I it's like a washing machine almost. It's like a you go like a walk around a washing machine. It's, it's like it, it's like a magnet and a sponge put together, and it absorbs odors and bacteria and all kinds of stuff. And and it, the best thing is it's inorganic. And um, it's got a lot of power behind it. You know, the the biggest thing is is when it comes to scent elimination, it's not just fooling the deer's nose, right? Because it's all about that sixth sense. Because deer have a sixth sense, and what that sixth sense is called an EMF. And an EMF is where deer that feeling that that that, that your heart that puts off uh, impulses, that energy that that deer can actually feel, well, we were actually able to, this is the first ever liquid formula that's been able to not only just control and kill odors, but to actually control your EMS too. So it's like hex on steroids. Hmm. That's pretty much what it is. So Uh, what happens, if I may interject, what happens is hmm? if you perspire and you have Hmm? the stick guarding on you, when you perspire and it's on your skin, and any sweat hits it, it reactivates the TR, TRHP scent guardian to reactivate and to kill yes. bacteria. Yes, sir. And it, it's, it's, see, we, we, so we sent it off to a hospital and we got a lot of, te- we got a lot of data and research behind this. And, um, it was so, it was killing Ebola, um, to be honest. And, um, it's that strong uh, and it's all natural and you can that's the, the coolest thing is in this world is god has put things on this earth that's already there for us to use it's just most humans forget about that and um so everything in this product is you know all natural it's just the chemistry that we found out and plus, plus the number one thing is the process how we how we you know formulated this the scent guardian was a lot of failures, Alex. A lot. You know that. Anything, it, it just, it, it, we failed a lot. So we, we 
we've got, I swear to God, it's been three years and I haven't been winded. And I tell people to not play the wind and I think that I'm crazy, but that's the only way for me to prove my point, right? And if they won't do it, then they'll never be able to see. But all, all they see is what they see on the shelf that they've been using for 30 years. This is, I don't care just because that bottle looks like that next bottle next to ours. What's inside of our bottle is on Mars, and we're looking <laughs> down on Earth, right? I mean, it, it is. It, we took it to that level. I mean, it, it, so let it, me add, it's got a lot. Let me add good to your comment. When, mm-hmm. when Brett says to don't worry about the wind, what he's saying is use the full system that he has created, the laundry detergent uh, and the silamination spray, which is the mm-hmm. same guardian. You wash your yes, clothes, sir. your boots, everything. You spray everything down. Don't wear the same boots that you wear in your truck when you pump gas. Have a separate set of hunting boots. However, scent guardian will kill gas odor. Yes, sir. Keep that in mind. So using the full system, the process of the scent guardian, Texas raised hunting products, you will be set free. And I promise you, I've got the video to prove it of a big seven-and-a-half-year-old that comes in last year downwind. And uh, I tested it before I agreed to, to sign a deal with these guys. And By the way, we got Team Kentucky, Thomas Moore, and his two boys killed deer using St. Guardian this past week. It's um, Alex, you, you hit it on the nail. And um, really, it, what, it, what, what we have came up with is, is more than just a sin eliminator. And y'all know that. And at the end of the day, it's, it's um, once you use it, you tell me who's bluffing. You know what I'm saying? I swear to God, you tell me. I'm not sales pitching you. I'm just telling the truth. But a lot of people have been sales pitched in this industry, and then they've been what? Exactly. So um, we, 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 we've really just thought about more about not us, but about the hunters, because we are hunters. Every, you know, we're trying to give them back their investment. You know, if you're going to pay X amount of dollars, or well, you're not just going to lose your money with some of these other brands, you're losing your time. Well, we give you both of that and more. I mean, we, and the, the coolest thing is, is you know, I, when I say they can't make it, deer can't walk eye contact with you. We ran tests on, on, on canine dogs, on tracking dogs, and they couldn't even, so they, they take towels, right? And they'll put these towels in the ground, they'll let the dogs go out and they sniff and they, they find, actually, Mr. Larry Wisen, um, did, ran this test and, and, uh, the dogs, they let them out and they, they looked up at them like, where, where's it at? And then from, from, from that point on, we were all just, you know, it was a learning process, and we put it, we all just kind of put it together. And, and at this, the end of the day, you use the product, use it, and tell me that I'm, I'm bluffing. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, it's, 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 it's gone to, uh, we took it to a whole other level, Alex. Yes, you have. And we're going to have to go do another break here. Any second? How are we doing on time, Red uh, Well, we really, we really do need to take a break. And you know what I think we need to do, Alex, is we need to have him on again next week uh, to talk about, uh, because we, we've run out of time here, uh, because we've got Thomas Moore coming in for the next segment. So 
maybe next week we can we can get him back on and talk about some of the other products that they've got available. That would be great. Are you good with that, Brett? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Brett, tell everybody before we go to a commercial break here how they can follow Texas Race Hunting Products, how they can order the products. And everybody, tune in next week for part two of Texas Race Hunting Products with Red Andrews. How can everybody get in contact with you? Uh, mainly through our website. Um you can go to TexasRaceHuntingProducts.com, or you can follow us on social media. We've got uh, Instagram and Facebook, um, or ask your local dealers. Yeah, go, go, we're going to start um, pushing a lot of product through, through a lot of dealers, and uh, so start asking your dealers. You know where TRHP is because this is this is this is the new norm. We're, we're trying to create the new norm. Well, we are very excited about being a part of Texas Rays Hunting Products, and I just want to make this announcement. The official spokesman, main spokesman for Texas Rays Hunting Products, is Mr. Whitetail himself, Larry Weissing. We're going to go to a break, everybody. And remember, tune in next week for Part 2 of Red Andrews, Texas Rays Hunting Products. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Jessica White with Wonder Woman, Kansas. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Passed on down, planted deep in the ground around your heart, so you never gotta worry. Hornady and Texas Rays Products presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with the with uh, Alex Rutledge and his friends. I'm Red Bull Mike Grace. Uh, Wayne Locke is with us, and Thomas Moore joins us, and uh, Alex. Uh, Thomas, we talked about this in the first segment of the show. Thomas has got all those kids, and he is doing a fantastic job getting those kids into the outdoors and just making hunters out of them. I mean, my goodness. They're not only hunters, they're fishermen, they're everything. And what really impressed me about Thomas Moore, other than the values that he's teaching them as outdoors hunters and fishermen, is the values of being uh, Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas is a, a very dedicated, devout Christian, and he's got five boys, and I think he's working on four more so he can create a baseball team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's actually seven of them total, Alex. Seven oh, total? Oh. Got two seven total. Got two, two stepsons. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he, so he, he got a basketball team boys. and two subs. <laughs> so here we are. We've got seven boys. And uh, you guys just recently harvested two deer on film for ARO this last week or this past weekend. Let's talk about that. The first question I want to ask you is, seven boys, what do you do to prepare these boys? you got to take every one of them that hunt. What do you do to prepare them for the upcoming season when they're shooting bows, crossbows, or whatever? What do you do? Well, up until this year, they weren't pulling enough poundage for me to feel comfortable with them actually bow hunting with a you know a compound bow. So I told them when they start pulling 35 pounds that I felt confident shooting a muzzy broadhead that we'd get enough penetration to, to kill a clean kill a deer, you know. So Lawson is eat up with it. When he's not practicing for baseball, he's out in the yard shooting his bow. He's been all summer long out there off of our our back porch kind of off into a valley is about a 40-yard shot, and I bought him some 3D targets and set them up in 10-yard increments, and that's what, that's what he does. He gets home from school in the afternoon, and he'll shoot his bow until he gets tired, and then he parks it. That's practice, man. you got to practice with them. 
Wayne, I know you've got a lot of questions. I'm going to let you go ahead and ask the next question. Well, I guess uh, I'm going to go with, I know when I started taking my kids out, uh, you know, where they were able to use a, we'll call it a weapon, gun, bow, whatever. They started out about five, six years old. And and I'm going to agree with you. It wasn't until in Ohio, you had to have a 40 pound minimum to legally be able to shoot. Uh, Different states have different rules, but I wasn't until they were 12 before they were, I was comfortable enough, like you said, for them to, you know, hit the target that they were aiming at. And I said, okay, now we can get you where you need to be. What is it that you said to them? That said, that made them have that drive to, you know, conquer that and not just say, well, I'm just going to stick with the gun for another year or two. What what turned the table on them? To be honest with you, I really don't know. Just the, just the challenge of it, I guess. These boys have been killing every one of my boys. By the time they're five, they've killed a deer with a gun. I work with them. I've got little guns that I've cut off just for them, stocks and everything. And uh, I just hand that gun down from kid to kid as they, you know, as they grow. I've got so many of them, I can do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, they've been killing deer since they were five and turkeys since they were six. And I guess it's just the challenge of it, that they wanted to step up their game a little bit. They wanted to be the first kid in their class at school to say, hey, I killed a you know a deer with my bow. So I feel like that's really what it is. It's the competitive nature of all these boys is what it is. They're always trying to one-up one another. Yeah, I know exactly like what you're talking about. Brothers. Go ahead, Alex. Like right. I was going to say, I, with my kids, I mean, we had eight kids, so I know exactly what you're talking about, taking a, a something and handing it down from one to one to one and, uh, you know, continue the tradition. And I even had them sign their name to the stock of the gun. And so they we have all uh, eight signatures on the gun as they it was handed down to them. That's, That's a pretty neat. neat idea. That is a neat idea. Yep. All right, so Thomas, I know y'all y'all were in the woods here uh, uh, this uh, past weekend, and and the boys were able to harvest some deer. And we're going to talk about uh, the the actual harvest and and the deer that y'all killed. But um, I think we want to talk a little bit about the products that that you're using because one of the things about kids is trying to you know get those deer in close enough to bow hunt, you know, being still and and using the right products to get those deer to come in and to make sure you're scent free. So uh, you know, what products are you using and how are you using them? I'm using Brett's Texas Raised hunting products is what I've been using this season. I'm going to be honest. I haven't used the product up until last week when Lawson killed his deer, and that was actually the first time we had an opportunity to go out with baseball and everything. We're at different baseball games every night, it seems like, but we finally got an opportunity on Wednesday evening, we could go today, to uh, uh, to take Lawson bow hunting. And he, I literally came home from work with no time at all to take a scent-free shower. And so Lawson got off the school bus, and we just changed our clothes that we had worn squirrel hunting a few weeks ago. And I don't think they got washed because I'm kind of down on washing my camouflage any more than I have to because it fades it. And we sprayed down with uh, the scent guardian no scent when we got out of the truck. And we sprayed down again when we got in the tree. And the wind was blowing right to the bedding area, and I told him, I just, I don't know how this is going to work out, buddy, because the wind's killing us. And we had 10 different deer come within 10 yards of the tree that I was in between us, because I was in a separate tree from him filming him. And they stayed within 20 to 30 yards of us for about a two-hour time frame, and not the first one even offered to act like they were spooked. And I was, I mean, I was convinced right then. I thought, this is nuts how well this stuff has it has to be what it was because i know i didn't smell like a rose by no means i just got home from work 
you took a slippery shower and you sprayed the clothes inside and out, your boots and everything, just goes to show you how well this product works, guys. Yeah, I think I, a, at that point, I actually had not taken the shower. I didn't have the time. All I used was the scent-free uh, wow. spray-on topical, wow. and, and that's that, how well wow. it worked. Uh, if you had put it all together, oh, man, <laughs> there's no way that's ever What a testimony, Wayne. Yeah, you ain't kidding. That don't convince people. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and you got it on film. That makes it even better. It's not like you're making up stories on this one. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was a believer from the get-go. After that first one, she come in. Of course, she was checking the field. She never, you know, she never acted like she was winning anything. She had them ears working, and she was checking, scanning the field, and she was directly underneath me. I could have literally had a, I could have had a spear and just dropped it straight down and hit her. She was right under me. Wow. Never one time did she curl her nose at me or anybody. She was oblivious to the fact that we were right above her. And then after yeah. she bailed out into the field, here come the rest of them. And nope, I'm not a one of them ever acknowledged we were anywhere around. I got a question for you. What advice have you got to all of our listeners out there that take kids hunting? Uh, what advice have you got to give to them before we go to the bonus segment here? How do you get them to go to get involved with you in the outdoors? How do you prepare them? Uh, you touched on a little bit, but what's the secret to getting kids want to go outdoors? I guess it's, I really don't know. It's just in my kids' blood. From the time they're little bitty, I've got a two-year-old upstairs right now, and he can't wait. He's foaming at the mouth, wanting go kill deer daddy, go kill deer daddy. And the little fella can't even pick up a gun yet. It's just, they see me do it. They see me enjoy it. And I think that they just want to be part of it. Well, they I think see how is. much joy I get from it. They see how much it means to me, and I just think they they want to be part of it. I think it's you. It, it's contagious because you're passing down your roots, uh, no pun intended, but your roots, your heritage to the household all the time, and it's it's bred in them, so to say. Yeah, exactly. That's it's in their blood. It's in their roots, like you say. That's that's a true statement. You know, I've been around you and your boys, and I watch how they conduct themselves. They are very respectful. You teach them how to respect others and a yes, sir, no, ma'am. Uh, we need to see more of that in the world today. And uh, I just want to commend you and your wife, beautiful wife, for what you do and what you've done with your children. Well, thank you, sir. We try. I'm very proud to have you to be a part of American Roots Outdoors, and we're always eager to have you on the show. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Mike? Oh, absolutely, and Thomas always does a great job. And and I think Thomas is an inspiration to other people that have kids or maybe, you know, has a lot of kids because I know there are dads out there looking at, you know, especially young kids and how in the world am I going to get them all out there deer hunting or how, how am I going to get them all in a boat to go fishing or on a riverbank or whatever. So, Thomas, I think you're inspirational, and, and just keep doing what you're doing, man. Appreciate it, buddy. I'm going to keep plugging along as long as the good Lord lets me. Hey, Thomas, we're going to keep you around for the bonus segment for all those that are listening to hear Thomas's uh, bonus segment where we're going to talk about his other son who tagged himself a real nice buck. Uh, to listen to that story and some more tips that Thomas has, just join us on the bonus segment. To do that, you have to go to uh, your favorite podcast, Curry. We're on all of them. But the only two that you can leave reviews on is Podchaser if you're an Android user or if you're an Apple user, just go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a review. We have a drawing in uh, nine more days. Uh, for a, a great product that we're going to be giving away. And uh, we got a new lineup of uh, stuff coming out. To hear what we have coming out, go to the bonus segment. We have a special announcement on that, too.
All right, folks, let's go to wrap it up for this week's edition of American Roots Outdoors Radio, presented by uh, Texas Rays Hunting Products and Hornady Ammunition. Uh, for Alex Rutledge, I'm Robo Mike Grace, and for Wayne Locke. When your roots run deep and strong, you never have to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do, American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Hornady presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. If you're listening to this, that means you're on the podcast. We appreciate you listening to us on our podcast. And now you get the bonus segment with Thomas Moore. I got uh, Mike Crace in the studio here with me. This is Wayne Locke. And Thomas and Alex are on the phone. Thomas, when we left off, you were talking about uh, Lawson and practicing and getting him ready. Now, there's a trick that you were doing right before, or if I'm not mistaken, maybe the day of your hunt. And what was that? Well, it wasn't actually the day of the hunt, but it was the day we hung the second stand so I could film him. I went ahead and brought his bow with me and a, a, a target to shoot at. And after we got everything set up, I had him get in the stand, figure out what he had to do to get in the stand. Because, of course, I was in another tree filming, so he was comfortable getting in and out. And then after we got in the stand, he pulled his bow up, and I had him shoot from the stand at 20, 30 and 35 yards is as far as I had him shoot. But uh, he could practice drawing his bow back and the motions that he would take, getting over the rail, side rail of the lock-on stand so he didn't hit the cam on it, how he would set and grab his bow and try to keep his movement to a minimum, you know. I had him practice all of that, and once all that was taken care of, then, you know, he got up and he shot a little bit. And once he showed me that he was comfortable standing up and drawing, and shooting at all those different yardages, I, I told him, I said, well, you're, you're ready to go. Next opportunity we get, we'll get over here and get on one. Yeah, and that's a great tip for everybody because I know it's one of the things I also did with my kids is, is you practice real-life situations. Mm-hmm. You know, we stress on the show all the time, and Alex stresses it all the time too, is like when you're shooting, you know, wear the clothes you're going to be wearing when you're shooting. Don't practice with your rifle in, in your T-shirt, but you're not going to use it until you're wearing a winter coat. It's not going to shoot the same. Same thing with the bow. You know, get up in tree stand. Like you said, you had to teach him, shoot around the rail, how to do it without hitting your cam on the rail. A, it helps save your pocket money when you have to replace your cam. <laughs> you know, but uh, right. it also teaches him, you know, how to do it and to be smooth. And so when it comes time, it's like muscle memory. He knows exactly what to do, how to do it, because he's done it. That's a great tip. And if they've practiced, they're confident. You're confident, and that helps take some of the jitters out when they're confident about their shooting like that. Right. I think that's a great, great, great tip to share. And, uh, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about that and many other podcasts, uh, tips on videos, TV shows, etc. But the key to success is mentally preparing for any event, whether it's shooting a bow, a rifle, or playing baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is, mentally preparing yourself. Practice, 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 and then uh, creating a, a mock situation made that child, your child, be better prepared. And he's there with you right now, isn't he, Lawson? He's sitting there. Hey, Lawson. Hey. How you doing, Lawson? Good. Congratulations, man. You're a killer. Thank you, sir. 
Yes, sir, man. So, so tell us, what does it mean to you to be a bow hunter? Uh, I mean, you got to practice and put put the effort into it and just, you just try your hardest at it and never quit. Can you, t- can you tell the listeners right now what you were thinking when the buck that you killed walks out? What was... What, Explain this. Was your heart beating fast? Was you breathing hard? Was you nervous? Let's talk about that. Oh, well, I, I was nervous. I was telling myself, don't miss, because I missed the dough before the <laughs> And I was making sure I was getting on him good and making sure I was breathing right and wasn't rushing my shot any. So you felt confident when you drew your bow back and you anchored you knew exactly how far the deer was. You set that pin on him. You held your breath, and you blew air out when you shot. Yes, sir. Your daddy taught you that, didn't he? Yeah. What have you got to say to other kids that may be listening right now, or maybe anybody's never bow on it? What have you got to say to them? Uh, well, I mean, never quit, and just never give up. Try your hardest, and just... Do it every day, all day, any free time you get. Just keep on trying. It's an excitement, isn't it? Yeah. The excitement. And, and the, the, the best thing about all of it is the deer meat that you get to eat. Yes, sir. Tell them about the deer meat. I brought it home, marinated it, and cooked it. Yeah, but I cooked it on the grill, and that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Feeding the family, everybody. That's what it's all about. That's That's what American Roots is all about. We love to eat everything that we kill other than a coyote or a mobcat. All right, so, Alex, so, you know, we've been, tra- we've been talking about this deer that, uh, that that he killed. How big was the deer? We haven't talked about how big he was or anything like that. Uh, it was a decent size eight-pointer. He's killed bigger with his gun. Uh, I got it on film last year, year before last. He killed about 100 and uh, probably right at 130-inch eight-pointer. And this one was just a little bit smaller than that. I'll say, I'll, I'll say I've seen the picture of it. Let's not under a little bit smaller than what you killed because it is your, you know, your first bow kill. <laughs> yeah, I see. I've seen the picture, and let's not underestimate how big this thing was because it's a nice buck. It is a nice buck. Oh, it was a good one. I love the footage of the one where he shoots the antler off the buck. That's funny. Well, then he redeemed himself that very next day. Uh, I don't know whatever happened to footage of that. I think you got it, but he redeemed himself. And he actually he actually killed one the second day, but he sure did. He shot the antler clean off that one. <laughs> I think that made one of the webisodes there. It did. It sure did. Well, man, I tell you what, I want to commend both of you, father and son, and and uh, we can't wait to see the other kill that you're going to bring to the table for American Roots. And again, we're very proud to be affiliated with you guys, uh, Thomas. You're again, uh, you're sending a wonderful message to the outdoor industry of what family's all about in the outdoors. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Wait. Hey, I was going to say, you know, one of the things that uh, he, he was just talking about, about not giving up, persistence, practice, and that, that reminds me of just what Haley and uh, Savannah was saying uh, the other week when we had them on about, you know, telling the other kids and other ladies and young girls and that, don't give up, don't be told you can't do it, just practice, practice, practice. And he's saying the exact same thing. It's nice to see that these young kids seem to have their heads on straight and they know exactly what's important in life. Yeah, and those are lessons that will carry over, you know, from the hunting into their everyday life. And, uh, you know, once you instill those principles in, in kids, then they'll, they'll, they'll 
stay that way forever. Wayne, you mentioned uh, at the end of the radio show that you've got uh, another drawing coming up and some new products coming out. Before we wrap it up here, what have you got? Yeah, we have uh, those that listened to last week's episode. We made two big announcements, and that is one: we have a, a new. Um, a lineup of clothing coming out for the podcast and we're going to be i got 20 shirts i'm going to be giving them away to uh, listeners so leave a review uh like our podcast subscribe to it and uh, we're going to do a drawing for a uh, the new uh, logos and the pot and the uh, t-shirts and we'll be giving that away to a winner also don't forget to go to uh, americanrootsoutdoors.com and when you do any shopping on there enter the code podcast and receive a discount on your order great incentive and Wayne thank you for doing that I want to give a big shout out real quick to our new listeners that is in Miami Florida to all the guys at the cement plant that's going to be listening to this show Mr. Ernesto Alberto Christian and Ron just to name a few of them thank you all for listening and thank you for becoming new friends with us and again thank you Thomas Moore and your family for being part of this show being a part of American Roots thank you Mr. Brett Andrews of Texas Race Hunting Products Man, what a great show. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening all across the world. Our show is growing, and it's all growing because of people like you making great comments about our show. Hey, speaking and, of... Uh, uh, we're always... Oh, Alex, I'll say, before we before we go to the end here, I got one big announcement. Our uh, show that we just had with Dana last week has now ranked 115 in the nation. Wow. That is awesome. We're growing because of our listeners and everybody helping us grow America Roots. They're sharing our podcast, and everybody's doing a wonderful job. All right. Well, guys, thanks a lot for joining us, and uh, appreciate you leaving a review, subscribing to our podcast. Thomas, thanks a lot for being on the, uh, the radio here with us. Thomas, what is it that we say here at American Roots? When your roots run deep and strong, there's no need to fear the wind. Awesome. Beautiful. <laughs>